Welcome. I'm the Parliament Raven. Sit back, pour yourself a cup of tea. My name's Jason Rodriguez, and I'm the Parliament Raven. And today we are continuing our season of recovery here with the Parliament, but a few things before I even get to the topic. Just want to let you know, if you want to get involved in the conversation, join the Parliament Raven podcast group on Facebook. You can always go to gravitos.com and send me an email. And I'll be sure to try to answer the questions you have, and I'm sure the community of the Parliament will be glad to engage. So today we are talking about recovery, and today's topic is betrayal. How do you recover from betrayal? So let's start this with some some pictures in your head. Let's use your your mind addicts, your imagination. Uh, a very important part of growth, as C.S. Lewis would attest to in plenty of his writings. Join me in, in the room, and you're standing there, your best friend, your loved one. They are there. They're, they're looking at you with love and sweet, but in their hand seems to be a knife. Uh, or you can feel the stab in your back as you bleed from the back as a sense of overwhelming betrayal has occurred. What what do you do when this occurs? What have you done? And and I'm sure right now the the movie of your memories is bringing to mind that massive incredible machine of a brain of yours is bringing to mind some time where you felt betrayed because it leaves an indemnable impression upon your mind and your your very essence when you feel betrayed, even after there's been reconciliation, rectification, or an ending to the relationship. Betrayal happens. It happens in business and friendship, board games, of course. History is full of betrayals. Uh, some are no harm, no foul, and the person did not perceive it as one, and, you know, it, it's a misunderstanding. And most, on the other hand, are, are planned with a deliberate cunning and malice, right? It's, there's a deliberate reason, usually, that follows betrayal. Uh, some reasons that, are, are, that go around, and, and these are never good. There's never a justified reason for betrayal, uh, is power grab, jealousy, uh, wanting what you have, money. Uh, there never really was a relationship. There, there really wasn't trust there. That I would call that a betrayal of naivety. Vengeance for an unknown slight, or vengeance for a known slight, right? So, and, and historically, we we see that. Uh, I mean, we can talk about. Julius Caesar and Brutus, and for some historical reference, if you dig a little deeper, Brutus was thought to be the bastard son of Caesar, who he saved from hanging, from being hung. And then later on, his son was manipulated 
into being a part of the conspiracy that stabbed him, which is why uh, when he saw it is recorded in history. Now he didn't. We don't know if he said "et tu brute." That was thing, but it's recorded in history that he gave up the fight when their eyes met, when they saw each other. Caesar just gave up and just let these men kill him, right? Betrayal in the in the utmost that it, that caused his life. A lot of betrayals um, can be just as serious, mental betrayal, spiritual betrayals, but we don't see a lot of, of murder betrayals um, today unless it's a made-for-TV movie or a historical reenactment movie about said betrayal incidents where the person's killed. No, more likely nowadays betrayal is going to be something emotionally uh, business orientated or just definitely, uh, you know, spiritually orientated in your heart. Um, in, the, in that spiritual side, we, we can talk about many major uh, leaders who have um, spiritually flown the coop and have damaged people. Uh, and I, you know, and and in the next few recovery episodes, I know I cover some of these leaders and talk about what to do about stuff like that. But here and now, let's look at what the word, right, the source of wisdom, where I'm I'm pulling out ancient, well-known uh, stories, agadah, uh, from the, what I consider the source of wisdom, the Bible, and and spiritual knowledge. So let's look, take a look. We have the story of Samson who told the girl he loved his weakness. And you would think that Samson would have got the hint after she betrayed him more than once, but I sometimes I think Samson was a bit dense. You have the story of Israel and Yahweh, right? Israel and God, and how they continually betrayed his trust, sought other gods, um, did not follow the law. So much so that a, a redeemer had to come and bring law to its completion and set a new covenant. You have the story of Judas, the man who kissed uh, his his close friend unto his death because he thought it was for that man's better, uh, and he thought it was for. Uh, I would say this was a a betrayal of naivety. Or, or maybe an ego of ego, where he thought he knew better. Betrayal hurts, and let me tell you, it can destroy dreams, goals, lives, families, fortunes, and and reverberate um, spiritually and historically down lines for many generations. So, how do you recover from from Betrayal, and let me tell you, I from I, I've experienced this myself. I'm I, I try to only speak about these recovery things from the point of, of own self experience, and how to recover from it. I mean, I think there's one episode where I haven't really truly experienced it, and that's yet to come. But most of these, I I myself can attest to, right, being betrayed. And getting over said betrayal, you know, I, I talk about being betrayed um, by someone promising me something, and you know, and then when you seek it out, 
it was uh, taken away or changed at the last minute. Right, I've had pastors, I've had teachers, I've had bosses. I'm sure everyone's had a boss that's promised you a raise, and or and not gotten it, right? Or an invest uh, for my founders out there, an investor who's like, I'm going to invest and doesn't invest, or as it's happening to some some recent folks of mine, uh, actually quite a few. It's weird signing a contract and then not getting the the perceived money or other things uh, given, right? So, where, where do we begin to, to find restitution and recovery? Well, first and foremost, get over it. That's the first thing you got to do. Look, it's going to hurt, right? And you could be like Peter Griffin on Family Guy who knocks his knee and he goes, <sighs> and he's holding his knee and he's right there and you're just like, that... I mean, you you got hit in the knee, dude. Get up, like, and it's like a a, a thirty second uh, moment in Family Guy where everything stops and he's just there, or you can go, "Ow, get up, check the injury, and start to figure out what to do next." Betrayal is in a mountain of emotion, and you have to move on. Either you have to go up and over, around it. Uh, sometimes you have to get assistance to to plant some some social emotional dynamite and explode it, but you gotta get the mountain gone. The consequences are going to be what they are. The loss is going to hurt, ladies and gentlemen, as you well know. There's going to be pieces to start, to sift through and sort through. Bleeding wounds that need to be bandaged in time to heal and trust that will take time to either grow or mend. Right? And that might not be let, let me let's be let's let's put some honesty on this. That that might not be trust with the person or people or event. The, the trust that trust right there might be gone, but without that trust in in you, right? How, that you're fostering. How do you give trust away to others, right? It's that tank of of uh, and, and love of love, right? Because trust is a fruit of love, right? Um, of some sort, whether it be that you. The Greek do so much better at explaining love because our love is like I I love my dog I love my my ice cream cone I I love my Jeep Renegade I I love this guitar that I'm playing over here. like we use love so willy nilly and we have different types of love that you find in in Greek like brotherly love um, romantic love love of friends and there's different words for that. And we use adjectives to, to produce that. But let's just say that trust, which is the fruit of love, is definitely, once it's damaged, needs some, some repair, right? All that to say that material takes time to recover, right? So getting over it, then, then you're going to have to give it some time because we're all – look – we all heal at different paces. Like talking, talking to, about recovery, we are not. 
here comes a nerd reference. We're not Wolverine who instantaneously heals from losing an arm. He, the drastic pain and intense anxiety that goes through every, Wolverine every time he does something that causes him pain, for instance, when he pulls out his claws, he's cutting himself and ripping muscle. That hurts every time. Him growing back an entire limb, his muscle structure, like, you know, in the comic books, he gets mangled and manhandled all the time and has to regenerate from that, and he feels that, right? Same thing with us, but our pace is not as quick, and sometimes, he, where he doesn't need help because he has his mutant factor, that's his help. We need assistance, right? Uh, look it. On this side of things, the, let me tell you, the creator of the universe understands betrayal. I mean, look, we had him, a whole people, <laughs> all of his creation at one time, betraying him. We have his closest friends when he's on Earth. One of his closest friends comes up and betrays him. Well, two, if you count Peter, who denies him three times publicly, curses himself. That's a whole nother um, lesson. You can catch that on uh, Bishop Walter's uh, Talks with Bishop. I went over that. Of course, I'm going to point you to the guy who was betrayed by a kiss. <laughs> I mean, even if you don't... Um, believe in the spiritual side of the Bible. Historically, it's, I mean, the most accurate document in the world. So we know that there was a Jesus, there was a Judas, there was a kiss, there was a crucifixion, um, there was a whipping. Betrayal has been seen and felt. So, what do you do? You head over it. You heal. You build your trust again. And be wiser. It's a time. It's a moment of learning wisdom and discernment, right? So that don't be afraid to risk, right? Because you have to risk again or you never get anywhere. But now you can discern more with wisdom from experience, you know? Ladies and gentlemen, I know that some of you out there are still in the moment of that hurt or betrayal or cheating or however it manifested, that betrayal. And from someone who's experienced, yeah, I and feel it, feels it, I'm there with you. But you got to move forward. And some of you are. And some of you are, have been there for a few years, right? So here's my challenge. Here's my challenge. And, you know, I always like ending with a challenge. And this is not going to be a long episode because there's not many steps to getting to recovering from betrayal. I mean, I can't give solid steps on how to rebuild a business or uh, like Steve Jobs getting ousted or the CEO of Roller Braid getting – I don't know how to um, – rebuild that other than to just move forward and be successful, right? What I do know is that we can 
look back at our betrayals and see if we've recovered for them or if they're holding us back or if we're in the middle of it, how we can start moving forward in healing and seeking that. So that's the challenge. Oh, and last, you can find wisdom there, right? So if, you're, if you've already healed from it and you've moved on and stuff like that, it's always good to revisit the wisdom that's found in it that helps guide discernment, what is good and what is bad, right? Whether it be a relationship, whether it be friendship, whether it be uh, toxic uh, job environments, ladies and gentlemen, Focus on finding that. Now, let me repeat the challenge. Take a look to find either either the wisdom, uh, if there's some leftover nonsense from past betrayals that you need to get rid of, that's mixed bad habits or kind of holding you back, right? Or like finding healing in the middle of it where you're at. That's the challenge. And I know you're going to be successful. I just do. So, till next time, pour yourself a cup of tea. Hopefully, this has been helpful. And I'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Like, subscribe, leave a good comment. Thanks for visiting the Parliament. If you want to know about Gravitas Coaching, please visit gravitas.co. It's also where we host the Parliament Join the conversation on Facebook at the Parliament Raven Podcast. Last but not least, the intro and outro music credits. Intro music by Russ Budgen and outro music by Sardav Aravistov.